We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Big hug and welcome to the BCP podcast, day two of the vote for Speaker of the House today, and Jim Jordan came up short yet again, actually came up short worse than yesterday. Here's the Fox News breakdown, and then I'm going to let you know what's really going on behind the scenes, who's really in control and what's the plan they're really working towards. Chad Pergram, our congressional correspondent, is standing by, as we now know, end of roll call. 22 House Republicans voted against Jim Jordan, four new no votes. Only one-fifth flipped, one returned. Uh, so it is unlikely Jim Jordan will win the speakership on this second vote. What can you tell us, Chad? Well, Patrick McHenry just slammed the gavel there, so this vote is closed. I'm going to read you the vote totals right now. There were 433 ballots uh, cast total. Jordan secured 199. Jim Jeffrey, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, 212. So it's significant here that Jim Jordan lost a lot of votes here. He came uh, under, came in under that psychologically important threshold of 200 votes in the House of Representatives. There were several members who voted for Jim Jordan yesterday, who voted uh, for uh, who voted for uh, other people today. You had uh, Marionette Miller-Meeks from Iowa, uh, Pete Stauber. Uh, you had Vern Buchanan. They supported Jim Jordan the other day, and they went in the other direction. If you heard the buzzers going off behind me, what has happened is the House is now in recess, subject to the call of the chair. We don't know what is going to happen next. There was no third vote today, Wednesday, and it is programmed that tomorrow, Thursday afternoon, there will be a third vote. Jim Jordan remains confident that he will get the votes. But what happened between yesterday and today? Well, Steve Bannon and his spies yesterday found out and saw some very interesting things that Steve Bannon reported this morning, I believe before the vote even took place. It was already being reported, I saw on Gateway Pundit, I think on Breitbart and, and some other conservative news source that they were working overtime. It was being reported uh, yesterday, they were working overtime to make Jim Jordan's defeat worse today than it was on day one of voting. Here's why. These, uh, uh, these, uh, these uh, dens of iniquity in Washington, D.C., in the swamp, but I have spies everywhere. <laughs> Folks were calling me last night from the, uh, from the Capitol Grill, which is the worst of the worst. And that's all. The, and the lobbyists were literally walking around cutting deals with people at the tables. That's, it's, they said a couple of people that are going to be added to this, they were in full view, maybe having a few adult beverages, cutting deals with the lobbyists to vote against Jordan. D.C. truly is a swamp. I mean, Mr. Smith goes to Washington years ago, exposed this to, to us, uh, what really goes on. And just it, it's a clown show. The lobbyists there openly making deals in public restaurants over cocktails with our representatives who don't really represent us. But anyway, here is the roll call of the latest Rhino Turncoats backstabbing 
Rhino Bastards. Don Bacon voted for Kevin McCarthy. Linda Chavez, uh, Dermer voted for McCarthy. Anthony Despacito voted for Lee Zeldin. Vern Buchanan voted for Byron Donalds. Andrew Garbarino voted for Zeldin as well. Jake uh, L- LZ voted for Mike Garcia. Jen Higgins voted for McCarthy. Drew Ferguson voted for Steve Scalise. Ken Buck for Zeldin. Uh, Diaz Ballart for Scalise. Nick Lalota for Zeldin. Kay Granger for Scalise. Mike Lawler for McCarthy. Uh, Marinette Meeker Meeks voted for uh, Kay Granger. Uh, J- John James voted for Candace Miller. Tony Gonzalez uh, voted for Scalise. Carlos Jimenez again voted for McCarthy. And then Mike Kelly, uh, showing that this is a total clown show and not even to be taken serious, voted for former Speaker of the House, John Boehner. Kelly of Pennsylvania. Former Speaker of the House, the Honorable John Boehner. Boehner. You can hear Democrats cheering. Things got a little bit of out of order, and they had to use the gavel. Kana. So we know that they're not even taking this serious. They're not working for us. They're working for lobbyists. Look, the lobbyists, as discussed, could be offering them jobs. They're going to be fine with money. But perhaps, my thought is, they want business as usual. They want money to go to Ukraine. They want the kickbacks. Many people are not in it to represent us. They are in it for their own personal gain. I realized this when I was 18 years old. I was a Democrat from a Democrat family, an old Democrat family where we still were civil libertarians. We believed in freedom of religion, freedom of speech, Second Amendment, You know, I came from a union family. I went to Berkeley with my long hair, I had dreadlocks down on my shoulders. And I was like, yes. And on one hand, I didn't trust the government because I knew, for instance, that the CIA was selling drugs uh, to blacks in uh, and and, and poor people in the city to fund their wars and the whole Iran-Contra thing. I was very aware as a teenager because we talked politics over the kitchen table. That is why I'm, I'm doing this today. It's been a lifelong passion for me to discuss politics. And I also, in my immaturity, was like, I don't trust the government, but the government, the government should do something about this, and the government should do something about that. And then I was, before my 19th birthday, as a freshman at UC Berkeley, when they were trying to shove socialism down my throat in one of my poli-sci classes, and I came to the realization, you know, big government is actually the evil, and they always push this by force. And I sort of realized, you know, if I were from a rich and powerful family, I would get into politics not to help people, but to be a to, to be a criminal, to, to get kickbacks, to make my life easy. And then I realized, you know what? The same mentality of a crook is the same mentality of many politicians. And that's when I started to fall in love with the Constitution and realized, you know what? Limited government is the answer. But anyway, let, let, here's proof that they don't really care about what you and I think. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I, I didn't finish the list here. Let me finish the list. Uh, then we had uh, John Rutherford voting for Scalise. Uh, Mike Simpson uh, voted for Scalise. Pete Stalber vo- voted for Bruce Westerman. Hadn't heard that one before. And then Steve Womack, the last uh, vote, I believe, uh, uh, voted for Scalise as well. And uh, 
Benny Johnson here on uh, Twitter uh, tweeted the office numbers, office phone numbers of the 22 Republicans who voted against Jim Jordan on the second ballot with an invitation to keep the pressure on. But they don't answer to us. They're not there for us. That's why I think this is going to be unlike the McCarthy thing where they want to get McCarthy in to get their kickbacks. I mean, just think some of these people are getting money from the military industrial complex. They're getting kickbacks from all these big business deals that if Jim Jordan, a true conservative gets in there, he's not, they're not going to get the same cushy deal as, and opportunities and, and they're, they're in it for themselves. They're not going to have much as much for themselves if they get a Jim Jordan, as opposed to a, McCarthy or Steve Scalise uh, that would be in there or McCarthy's guy who we'll talk about here in just a second. Uh, but here are some of the responses uh, from these rat bastards that don't care about their constituents. We got uh, Mike Simpson. Steve Scalise earned my vote for speaker in the last two rounds. He has, rep- he has repeatedly proven his leadership as our conference says majority leader and I'm honored to support him. Intimidation and threatening tactics do not work. I will and will not work. Do not w- and will not work. So he's saying that his constituents telling him that they they want Simpson to vote for, I believe Simpson's out of Idaho, to vote for Jim Jordan. He says that that's intimidation. You had uh, Kent, uh, Jen Kiggins, kind of the same thing. I will never regret signing up for the military and for doing what's right for Virginia's 2nd District. I was a helicopter pilot in the United States Navy. Threats, intimidation, tactics will not change my principles and values. Do you realize how, how sick these bastards are saying that, thinking that when their constituents call them and say, I am not going to vote for you if you don't do this. They call that intimidation tactics. Carlos Jimenez, for the record, I'm still okay. Only Kevin. A gang of eight joins, the same thing he's been saying the last few days, joined all the socialists in Congress to remove our duly elected Republican uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy. We must temporarily empower our uh, Speaker Pro Tem and get going with the business of the American people. That's Kevin's guy. They want Patrick Henry to be the Speaker. That's part of the plot. I'll get into that. Uh, in just a little bit. Kay Granger, Steve Scalise is an honorable man and has earned my vote for speaker. This is a voter conscious and I stayed true to my principles. Intimidation and threats will not change my position. All right, well, here's some of the answers from the, from the, from their constituents and other people on Twitter. To Granger, you're full of crap and an embarrassment to Texas. Enjoy your primary. Cat Turd, you don't vote to stand by your principles. You vote how your wa- voters want. You're lost. You're clueless. Uh, this one, I like this one. Rich women north of Richmond for Key Granger. Uh, in response to Kiggins, it's not about you. It's about what your constituents want. Your ego is out of control. Someone else said, you are no longer a Navy helicopter pilot. A Naval officer doesn't command respect. They earn it. You obviously never understood that. You are now representative, Jen Kiggins, and work for and answer the people, not yourself. McCarthy sold his soul to become speaker. He proved spineless and lied to the American people. He agreed to the terms of his ousting and he supports Jim Jordan. The term representative means something. Do your expletive job and vote Jim Jordan or go home. You are out of, you are out of the corrupt uniparty closet. You can't go back in. Liz Cheney, you Liz Cheney'd yourself. And then there's, you know, there's just more responses that goes on and on. They're all very interesting, but you get the gist of it. Uh, they don't care about what constituents think. They only are in it for themselves. Okay, so let's talk about, um, let, let, let me finish up with Steve Bannon and we'll get into what the, what the plan is of the deep state rhinos here. 
Well, and honestly, Steve, do you think they're worried if they lose their seat? They're going to have a job lined up with one of those firms. They're going to get some book deal. They'll get a gig on CNN or MSNBC or wherever else they can to go bash all of us. So they're not they they know that either way, they still get to keep power and keep keep access to money. And that's what they care. When about. When you told people to call McHenry and by the way, my my. Excellent producer here. Just tell me when we get some action on the floor that we can go to. Um, the um, I'm so glad they should have stayed yesterday and just vote and vote and vote. vote. And vote they and went vote and vote. And, and, and I now know they didn't even have a struggle session. They kind of went to individual people. I'm not a fan of Tom Emmer being the whip on this. I think Emmer, who's a never Trumper, is trying to move pieces around so that he's he he can he can take a shot at this in case everything else fails. Now you heard them mention Patrick McHenry, who is the speaker pro tem. See, what happens is when Kevin McCarthy uh, became speaker of the House, he agreed to a one vote uh, to bring a motion to vacate. He agreed to that. He didn't do what he said he was going to do. And then Matt Gates did it. Matt Gates couldn't do it alone. There were eight that went along with him. And that is why there's these 22 people. They're like out of spite. I mean, these are, these are, these are evil people. These are freaking evil, wicked, vile, selfish, narcissists that are not in it to represent us. Do not be fooled by the elephant. Do not be fooled by the R. Okay? These are crooks in suits and suit pants or whatever the equivalent would be uh, for the female crooks. Not all of them, but most of them are in it for themselves, not for their constituents. So you heard him mention uh, Patrick McHenry. Patrick McHenry, the pro tem, he's who Ken McCarthy put as a pro tem in the case that he would be vacated. We didn't know that, who the person was until that actually uh, uh, got vacated. Uh, There's something about Ken McCarthy with him having, um, what's his name, as his roommate. There's something about these men. I'm going to say it right now. They just give me that... um, they they give me the, those uh um what's that uh the grove up in uh, northern california why am i drawing a blank this is not good for a guy who has a podcast uh they, they give me that bohemian grove uh vibe just the way they look at each other the way they they comport with each other i i think there's some handsy grabby I, let me just say i think this, this is some homosexual activity between some of these people i get that vibe i could be wrong but i did go to berkeley I did live in San Francisco. Um, I am not gay nor bisexual, but they just—they just—they gives me that that air, that vibe. I just get that. I could be completely wrong, and it's not an anti-gay thing, but it, it just seems like there's more going on that meets the meets the eye between Patrick McHenry, Kevin McCarthy, and some of these other people. That's that's just uh, that's just the vibe I get. I could be wrong, but hey, this is my show, so I'm telling you what I think on how I feel. I have no facts or basis that's just that's just how it smells to me so patrick McHenry is the guy he's obviously ken mccarthy's guy and that is who the swamp wants they want us to forget about voting that oh that's why they went from 20 to 22 so they can discourage jordan they can discourage america they say we've got it we've got to fund israel we've got to fund ukraine so let's just put in patrick McHenry. that's what they're after or maybe as uh bannon says you know, the uh, the whip maybe wants to have his chance to put his name in the hat. It's got to be someone from the swamp. They do not want Jim Jordan. I'll tell you my thoughts here in just a moment as far as what should be done. But first, 
let's go to the plan that the deep state is working on right now. But what has been emerging as a narrative here on Capitol Hill is that they might try, in fact, to adopt a resolution here to empower Patrick McHenry as the speaker pro tem. Uh, again, he has those powers right now. The question uh, here on Capitol Hill is whether or not he can execute any more than presiding over speaker's votes and gaveling the House in and out every day. But that might be what they try to do next as they try to kind of unscramble the egg on Capitol Hill. Sandra? What's next then, Chad? Unclear. I mean, we don't know if Jim Jordan wants to run again. We don't know if the House will come back and try to vote again. Uh, we don't know whether or not they would put a resolution on the floor to potentially empower Patrick McHenry, the acting uh, you know, Speaker of the House right now, the Speaker pro tem, as it's called, and actually give him the legislative juice to begin to call up resolutions dealing with the Middle East, mm. uh, pass bills to deal with a government shutdown. That would be unprecedented. That would be historic. Ever since we the people got who we wanted, Donald John Trump, into the Oval Office, everything has been historic, groundbreaking, and unprecedented, like two sham impeachments, four indictments, um, Kevin McCarthy's 15 votes, and now them trying to stop Jim Jordan. But the swamp wants this, including the aforementioned uh, John Boehner, former Speaker of the House, you know, I, I could not stand John Boehner when he was there. And then when we got Paul Ryan, I was like, man, I thought John Boehner was bad. Uh, then we got Kevin McCarthy for this short time. It'd be nice if we actually finally got uh, a, a, a conservative, a real warrior for us like Jim Jordan in his speakership. But they are going to do everything to stop him. And speaking of John Boehner, he agrees with this idea of empowering Patrick McHenry, as does former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich. And he said so uh, as much on his website on this uh, essay. Let me share this with you. If the House cannot resolve the speakership in the next few days, they may be better off empowering Speaker Pro Tem Patrick McHenry to run the House through at least the end of the year. And this is from yesterday on Gingrich 360. Speaker McHenry is a title by Newt Gingrich. The second effort to replace Speaker Kevin McCarthy just ended in failure. The level of chaos and self-inflicted damage caused by the eight traitorous Republicans who work with Democrats to sabotage their own party continues. Yeah, spoken like a, a true swamp creature, right? Uh, Newt Gingrich has like flashes of brilliance, but for the most part, the guy's a blowhard. Uh, he's total narcissist. And I can't stand anybody who has a lover on his side while their wife is dying or sick of cancer or whatever. Uh, illness that uh, she had at the time. Real real uh, uh, scumbag, or a real a-hole in my book. There's a dangerous war against Hamas in Israel, a continuing war in Ukraine, a growing threat from China, a continuing collapse along the southern border, and continuing price increases making life unaffordable. Yeah, then how come didn't Kevin McCarthy just deal with all that stuff? Kevin McCarthy broke all the promises he made. If he wanted to stay speaker, he could have stayed speaker had he just done the things that they said. Single... Uh, spending bill, resol you know, resol not a continuing resolution, but bills, and then all the other things that he said he would do. He just broke every promise. He could just, Kevin McCarthy could still be there had he just kept his, his word. Yet the House of Representatives is currently ungovernable because of the short-sighted, clueless behavior of eight of its most naive members. What an, what an a-hole New Gingrich is. Like, really? As if these people weren't or, or aren't principled. They're naive because they don't buy into the swamp and how things and the status quo. 
Let me tell you right now what my thoughts are before I continue with him. Let them keep voting for Jim Jordan and getting 22, 25, 30. Let it keep going so that Hakeem Jeffries doesn't get it and Jim Jordan doesn't get it. Let the whole damn thing shut down. Let there not have anything happen. Let them not fund anything. Let the damn government shut down. Let's not give money to Israel or Ukraine. Let the whole damn thing fall apart so we can reboot and start all over again. What's the point of just continuing the status quo when the status quo keeps getting us to these places? I'm talking about the rhino status quo. I'd rather have it just shut down if the damn thing doesn't work. When a car doesn't work and you just keep throwing uh, good money after bad, you just cut your losses. It's called sunk costs. It's an economic principle. You don't keep going along with something that's not working. You just tell the tow company to come and, and, and you get your $150 and just scrap it. But he's not done. They claim to be Republicans, but have consistently proved they are anarchists. So they're not Republicans and they're not part of the swamp. Do you see how these people talk? They, they may be representing Republican constituents and espousing Republican principles, but according to this bastard, they're not Republicans because they don't agree with the swampy way things are done. In freaking credible. Man, am I getting hot under the collar. They took the first historic step of vacating the Speaker's chair or the desire of 96% of Republican members without having a clue as to what would come next. They had a clue what would come next. But better to stop the madness of Kevin McCarthy than let it go. Hey, I'm fine with this. I'm totally fine with this. Now we know. Speaker McCarthy was and is the strongest Republican in the House. Yeah, then why did it take 15 votes for him to get in and why did he get ousted with one vote and eight and, and eight votes out? If you're the strongest Republican in the House, this wouldn't have happened, Newt Gingrich, you dumbass. He did the right thing for America in keeping the government open. Nah, let the damn thing close. Now, I know some of you are upset about that because you're on Social Security or... Look, they've got money for Ukraine. they got money for all this. It's total BS that there's not money to keep the thing open. They will find a way. They always find a way to keep things going. They just do it to make people suffer, to pull your heartstrings. That people are not going to get their military checks, their government checks. But there's money for Ukraine, damn it. There's money for our... And, and look, the whole the whole um, uh, Social Security is a scam. If everyone's paying into it and they don't have money to... If that's not separate to cut out checks for Social Security, you know it's a scam anyway. Given the tragic terrorist assault in Israel, it looks more and more like it was the right thing to do to keep the government open. Look, some of you are going to disagree with me on this. I understand. My fidelity is first and foremost, and really only for our government, to be working for America. Israel's our ally, I understand that. But Israel's problem is Israel's problem right now. Our problems are our problems. Ukraine's problem is Ukraine's problem. Now, I know there's some of you that disagree with me, and that's fine. But I'm tired that the reason why America needs to work is for Ukraine and Israel. That's bullocks. That's BS. American legislators need to get back to work to work for America and Americans. McCarthy was in a, McCarthy, I'm getting on the call. Let me slow down for those of you listening to this and for those of you who are not rip, le, uh, lip, rip leaders, <laughs> lip readers watching this. You can, you can tell I'm impassioned about this. 
Let us reboot back to limited government. I say let the whole damn thing fall apart. McCarthy was willing to stake his place in history on being a patriot first and placating a handful of Republicans second. Even if that's not just the damnedest sentence I've ever read, I don't know what is. <clears throat> Does anyone think America would have been better off if McCarthy had kowtowed to the Gang of Eight? I certainly do not. Yeah, we would have. But what do we... But what do we do now? Majority Leader Steve Scalise had the first opportunity to replace McCarthy. He recognized that while he could get a majority of the House Republican Conference, he could not get the 217 votes needed to win on the floor. There are currently vacancies which make 217 the necessary number instead of 218. Then Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan took his chance to try to become a speaker. What really happened was Steve Scalise, after he didn't win the first one, I said, look, we're going to look, Steve, sit on the side, play team. You're part of the swamp. It's going to be Patrick McHenry so that Ken McCarthy can get everything he wanted, but he's going to do it through his his bed buddy, his secret lover. I don't know if that's true, but I'm going to call him that just for comedic purposes if it offends you. Just just take it as levity and cheekiness by James, the black sort of patriot. Jordan is a great competitor. 156 wins and only one loss in high school wrestling. Two-time NCAA National Wrestling Champion. Okay, yes, he's a champion. He works hard and is a serious conservative who can calmly collaborate with a wide range of people. He seemed to have more momentum than leader Scalise and took the nomination to the floor. Today he got 200 votes, not 217. In fact, Scalise got seven votes. Former Speaker McCarthy got six votes. Lee Zeldin got three votes, yada, yada. Jordan come, can come back for a second round, which he did. But this is where I get, this is where I get to it. If the House Republicans cannot resolve the speakership in the next few days, they may be better off to empower Speaker Pro Tem Patrick McHenry with the job of running the House through at least the end of the year. That way the swamp can get what they want without actually duly getting it. America does not have the luxury to stand by and allow a handful of destructive Republicans, you mean true principled conservatives, or even the legitimate ambitions of good people to keep the system from working. Or at least he says the legitimate ambitions of good people. You mean the legitimate ambition of working for the constituents and for America first? If a permanent solution is not available in the next few days, a temporary solution to January 1st, 2024 may be the answer. Let the people calm down. Tempers can relax. A lot more thought and conversation can work toward a long-term solution. Meanwhile, the loudmouth chaos agents will immediately become less important. Says a guy who's become increasingly less important. Under any circumstance, the machinery of constitutional government must move forward. No, it mustn't. It mustn't. We don't need every single aspect of government. Speaker Pro Tem McHenry is a lot better solution than gridlock and chaos. He should be empowered this week. And let's get on with the people's business. Bob Costas of CBS News tweeted out yesterday, Former Speaker Gringrich tonight in his column, Speaker Pro Tem McHenry is a lot better solution than gridlock and chaos. He should be empowered this week. And let's get on with the people's business. And it looks like John Boehner tweeted out uh, his approval by saying, I agree. I disagree. What are your thoughts? Put it down below. We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. 